Hello and welcome to Pocket Monster Radio. We here at PMR cannot guarantee clean, family-friendly content. So, to all those neat kiddos who have found us, we appreciate the listen. But please check back in when you're older. Hopefully we're still doing this thing. Now, enjoy the show. One plus one isn't three. My name is Steven Weber. This is Pocket Monster Radio. With me in studio is Carl May. Hi. And up in Columbus, Ohio is Mark Atkins. Hello. I hope you got that sound of me drinking during your intro. I don't think we did. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Bummer. For once, you aren't making disgusting noises over is that a thing? Speaking. Is that a thing I do? It's yeah. been like twice, like, maybe. like munch and take drinks and... I'm a very busy person. I'm trying my best <laughs> over here. Indeed. Um, just to uh, give a, a warning to the listeners, uh, this is going to be a shorter episode, and then we're also recording the next episode right after this, and it's also going to be pretty short, because I'm going on vacation. Woo! And, and we, I might, feel like we're, we're kind uh, of testing a new format. This yeah, might be the way some, things stay. Sometimes uh, editing a, a two-and-a-half-hour episode Two and a half hour. Oh wait, we've, yeah, we've, we've hit re- that. We've recorded long. We've hit that. Yeah, and it, it's it's not exactly great to fit into the rest of my life. I can't believe you've been able to um, edit some of these. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, it's like because uh, sometimes I'm not like at my desk all the time at work, and like that's usually when I label things when I go through, and like when I'm not at my desk at work, then I have to do that at home when I want to be doing other things. Um, so anyway, we're going to give it a try and we'll see how it goes, but we'll move on to our quick ball now. Today's quick ball is caves. What do we think? I kind of hate them. It depends so, on the cave. Yeah, there are some that are fine and then others that are terrible. So um, I think maybe my favorite part in any Pokemon game ever is a cave. I do not like them for the most part. Like most of them suck. Just a specific cave in uh, Gold and Silver, the Ice Cave. I think it's in between the seventh and eighth gyms. Mm-hmm. I think has the most enjoyable puzzle in any Pokemon game ever. Yeah, there are some with great puzzles. Is it like a sliding on ice kind of puzzle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's certain you have to like hit yourself into certain blocks to stop and maneuver a specific way to get from point A to point B. Those are such a classic it's a, um, like puzzle, but they're almost always yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, like X and Y during, yeah. in the ice cave where to actually beat it, you have to go at a diagonal angle. It took me oh, yeah. so long. I was just like, can I do this? Oh, shit, I can. <laughs> and then in uh, black and white, there's the uh, cold storage which also has that same mechanic. Mm-hmm. And then I think every single Zelda game has that mechanic. I don't think... <laughs> oh, uh, that's, I mean... Maybe not every single one, but... Yeah, um, my favorite Zelda dungeon, the uh, the mountain one in Twilight Princess is the ultimate version of that. That temple fucking rules. 
Uh, what's the name of that one? I'm not sure I got there yet. Is it Snow Peak Mountain or something like that? That's it's the one with the Yetis. Yeah, that sounds about right. Should I be think, like Temple Temple I think Five, I'm maybe. There right now. It's no, unbelievable. I'm it's okay. It's the well, one where you get the uh, ball and chain or whatever the hell that tool is called. You the get old, married. The old ball and chain. Yeah, and thought, you just throw that shit around. I thought Link never got married. And who's the uh, ball and chain? No, is he definitely uh, Twilight Princess Link. Um, almost certainly married the what's her face from the town. I can't remember her name. Um, from from Ordon Village or whatever. I think that's where yeah. she's from. The oldest daughter? Yeah, I think of, so. Of, like, the three siblings? Yeah, and then uh, Skyward Sword Link <laughs> probably marries Zelda. Um, yeah. And uh, so does Breath of the Wild Link, probably? Uh, yeah. I well, like, Will I like to in think. the future? Well, he was, he was into the Zora. Yeah, bestiality, but yeah. But, no, they're no? humanoid. What's... Was he into the Zora? Or was she into him? Like really into him? They were. It was mutual. Oh, it was really? A, it was a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think Link fucks. <laughs> at, at least the three above uh, that are just mentioned uh, do. Um, not Skyward Good Sword for, before the before the game started, but definitely after. Shows how much I pay attention to. Yeah. Well, I, well I actually don't know how that game ends because it's unplayable. And uh, I'll probably never it, pick it up again. It's not unplayable. I want to play It's unplayable it. for me. I can't I can't handle those controls. I can't do it. Um, you know what's not unplayable for me is Pokemon? caves and Pokemon games. <laughs> I was, I was um, waiting to get back to it. Yeah. I. The random encounters in the old game were such a goddamn slog. Like yep. it's the classic, like a wild zoo bat appeared, but it truly like I would fucking dread those in Gen One. Oh, definitely Gen One had the worst caves. Yeah. Um the first time I played black, I didn't have any repels when I went through oh, I can't remember the name of the cave. It's on the the left side of the map. Um Charstone Cave? Maybe the one with all the floating rocks so. and all the electric Pokemon. Are there a bunch of uh, team? What is not the plasma, team in that not game? Galactic. Um, Whatever that team is. Yeah. Uh, embarrassingly, I can't remember it. Um, and I didn't have any repels, so I was constantly getting random encounters. And then there's one hallway that is just like lined with uh, team members. And so, like, I would take one step, I'd get a random encounter, I'd beat that. I'd take two steps, I'd get a team. Is it whatever their name? I think it's plasma. Would you like me to look? It's plasma. Would you like me to look it up? It's plasma because there's the P when it shows up. Yeah. Um. And then, like, another step, another random encounter, and it took me like probably forty-five minutes to go down this one hallway. And I should have just left the cave and gotten repels, but I didn't, and it was goddamn awful. Steven? Uh-huh? It's Team Plasma. Oh, thank you. <laughs> See, I was right. Yeah, I was going off Carl's wrong information. Yeah, I started with not plasma, <laughs> not... First thing out of his mouth. Yeah, I, I was real <laughs> wrong. Um, 
But uh, I do like the mechanic of that cave, and it looks nice. Um, the way they changed caves in um, Sword and Shield, I, I do like. I do like it. I'm a little sad they didn't have more of them, especially since they gave yeah, you a, like an two. escape rope. Yeah. Yeah, they gave you an escape rope, like a unbreakable escape rope, so you can leave the caves whenever. And it's like, you get two. Yeah, That's is it good. is it just two? Yeah. I can't think of a third one. I'm pretty sure just And I think the, the second one was really small, wasn't it? They're both really small. Yeah. Even though the way they changed the mechanic was really nice. Yeah, except for they didn't have any ice in the caves. Yeah, it's missing that Bunch classic bullshit. mechanic. Mm-hmm. I love um, that puzzle so much. The cave, the the weird um, cave, it's not weird, but the mechanic is different. In X and Y, where you're just walking down a straight path, that one's kind of dumb. The connect. The connector one. Well, that one. Uh, where you just like run into the black blobs, and that's the oh, Pokemon uh, encounter. Where you're going to do the fossil stuff? I, th- I, th- I can't. Remember. Yeah, the thing I I like that cave that they they build like the strength puzzles and stuff into it. So it like takes you one way the first time you go through it, and then you have to come back through it later, and then you can get the shortcut, so you can actually connect like three cities through one cave. Yeah, that's the connecting cave. What Steven's talking about is the uh I the one where you ride ride a ride Rhyhorn, which that's oh. like in general. <laughs> the worst you, the the one that you ride the Rhyhorn, it just dead ends there and you have to ride that fucker all the way back. Yeah, but yeah. then the cave itself, you're just like on a straight path, you choose like left right, and then there's just blobs yes. you cannot avoid. Yeah, that one was bad. It's like it's different than other caves, but it's not better. <laughs> um, what are, what redeeming some, things about caves? Um, sometimes they're visually beautiful. Like yeah. the, uh, X, I'm going back to X and, Ro- and Y because that mirror cave where like uh trainers can see you through their reflection uh you have to yeah. actually use the mirrors and be like there's a door here that i didn't see i actually liked all those mechanics hmm. yeah that cave is very good um i the thing i like about i really like the ones where there will be like five sub basements to it like the one where you get lapras in gen 2 as well and I think that's where you can get um, the opposite legendary bird from the box cover or something like that. Maybe I'm thinking of Crystal, but I don't know. I really like the ones. It felt very immersive where you would have like five levels inside the cave and actually really, really have a huge space to explore. Mm-hmm. I also liked whenever you found a cave at the beginning and then there's just something blocking your way, like something you need rock smash or strength. And then when you come back later, you get to explore more of that cave and the levels come up with you accordingly. I yeah. think the, the thing that really um, makes everybody groan about caves, it's just the random encounters. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, it's just that you get a fucking Zubat every five seconds um i've i've never understood because they really could have just even if it's not like the grass like in gen one just make a patch of the ground look slightly different and give yourself like because you would think if there's a cave there would be some sort of pathway that would be like more trodden than the rest of the cave right or like um 
put lighting actually in the cave, and then oh, and then dark spots are yeah, like dimmer counters, dimmer to the sides of the lighting and stuff, so that you don't have to deal with all the random encounters while you're walking through. I mean, I think it's a little moot at this point because I don't think they're going to go back to. No, they definitely won't. Yeah, Um, because in in Sword and Shield, it was just the the black spots that you stepped on. And then you things drop down. Is that right? There. And then there were also uh, symbolic ones. Yeah. I, I don't remember correctly? the black spots. I, I remember might just be thinking of the X sun and fisk. Y. Yeah, there were black spots in X and Y and yeah. Sun and Moon. But then I remember Sunfisk little things. Right. Given it's also been a long time because there's two caves. So. Right. <laughs> Very small exposure to the change of mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, they were definitely preferable. Um, I don't know. We got more to say on that? Yeah. Yep. I, well, going back to your take a few steps and find a Zubat. Have you guys ever found a shiny Zubat? No. I've, nope. I've only, I don't know if I've ever truly encountered a shiny at all. Really? Yeah. Okay, because... It, even with all the Zubats I've encountered because of how common they are in all the caves, it took until Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire for me when I was playing with Kenny and Matt Wurzelbacher, who mm-hmm. was a guest once on this show. Yes. Uh, we were just we just restarted the game. It was like, make a team, beat the lead four, we'll battle each other. And Did I that had, ever actually happen? Oh, yeah, we battled each other. Really? We, I think I beat Kenny, Kenny beat Matt, or and Matt beat me, or the other way around, so it ended in a tie. But oh, That's fun. Yep. But the uh, weird thing was, I got a Zubat early on, because I was like, I want to use a Crobat. I don't use Crobat. Let me use that. And then I got to Duford City, and I found a shiny Zubat, and I was just like, fuck, I got to <laughs> use this now. Yeah. Got is re- shiny Zubat green? Pink, I think. No. Pink? It's oh, hell yeah. A light color makes sense to me. I'll look it up. No way. I think it is green, and then shiny Crobat is pink. That sounds... I think I got a shiny Zubat in Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's green. Golbat's green, and then Crobat is pink. But, uh... So that was... And then surprisingly, later on, I was going for the legendary, and that under not the legendary, but going after Team Magmar Aqua. Aqua, I forget which game I was playing. After you go into the submarine and stuff, and I found a shiny Golbat there, and I just sat there like I don't find shinies. Why do I have two in the same run? <laughs> and it wasn't like a and two long, of the same line. Yeah, it wasn't a long run either. It was just like. Okay, uh, just play through the game, look for TMs, figure out a good team, beat the Elite Four. Still found them. Um, back to Shinies. Uh, well, we were still on Shinies. But the color of them. Uh, the previous statements were correct. Uh, Zubat and um, Golbat are pink, or green. And then Crobat is pink with green... Uh, Wings, the membrane of the wing. Carl, can you look at that picture and verify the information for our lovely colorblind host? I I do verify it. I have a picture up as well. I'm not that bad. Roger that. 
Yeah, my coworker be would be worse. Uh, I'm so sorry. Someone had a pink sweatshirt sweater on at work, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I like that gray sweatshirt." And we all just looked at him like, "What the fuck?" Um, I've been trying to find uh, new um, stickers at work for stuff we we put on parts, mm-hmm. um, and like I've I've had to or like all there we've got like seven different colors and i just had to ask what half of them were this is like magenta it's like is, is that gray is that like yeah. red is that anyway this is embarrassing one of my favorite one of my favorite steven stories was um i forget the name of the game we were playing a game on xbox oh it's yeah the one where you have i literally can't play three, the hex whatever where you spin it and oh, you have yeah. to match colors and we had been playing for like an hour and somebody was, I think Stephen was playing and somebody was like, oh, you got to move that purple one. And Stephen's like, wait, there are purple ones. Yep. And I think I could see a total of like distinguish a total of three colors on it. And there were like six colors or something like it's, yeah. it's just unplayable because I mixed up the blue and the purple. And then there was like a red and an orange or something. It was, ugh, it was terrible. Um, but thank you for uh, making fun of me on that. Oh, we love like, you, Steven. I thought it was funny. <laughs> no, it is. It is. That was a funny memory. <laughs> oh, uh, come on. Only it's also like embarrassing, you know. Why? You can't help it. It's a physical deficiency. Which I guess makes. I was gonna say you can't help it was probably a reason why I shouldn't joke about it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Sorry, um, Steven. On to now playing. Sure. Now playing. Carl, I think you've actually played the most Pokemon, so let's start with you. Okay. So, as I said before, I was playing uh, Pokemon Ranger, actually, the original one. And I finally got to the part that I had failed multiple times and just gave up as a kid. Mm-hmm. which was a uh you go to this trial place for ranger rangers and training apparently from ancient times where you have to like pass uh if you pass four trials you'll unleash something so you're not supposed to pass all four trials uh and the two that gave me the most trouble were flygon and salamence and both of them gave me trouble still. Mm-hmm. It took me two to three tries for both of them, but after I finally learned it, I was like, this is how you do it. Before, I would just put the stylus down and just circle as fast as I can. Like, how does someone beat this? Not using any strategy. So, what are... All right. Because um, I was going to ask for, like, probably the fifth time on this podcast what the gameplay of Pokemon Ranger was like. Also, but, before uh, you answer that question, uh-huh. can I just jump in? Um, has a Flygon Gin joke been made on this show? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> okay. Just let that one bounce around for a little bit. There's nothing else that needs to be said. Continue. <laughs> um so like what all right so there's the circling stuff yeah. what other uh actions are there uh that, like, so do stuff? i can just explain the base lore of it where uh you have this stylus it's called a capture stylus in the game uh-huh. where uh 
you as a ranger you use that to connect your heart with a pokemon and you have to be of good heart and good attention to be able to do it mm-hmm. which that just uh. felt weird but uh basically you draw circles around them and then a number appears where uh it just goes down for every circle you draw and then after it gets to zero, it just shows how much experience. And then you can gain a little bit more if you draw a few more cir- circles. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's just a basic game mechanic of draw circles around Pokemon. Hey, cool. You cap- captured them. And then they become part of your team where you can use them to help you capture other Pokemon using their Pokemon assist type. Mm-hmm. or use them t- uh, to clear away rubble and stuff like, hey, look, there's some twigs that's blocking this path. I'll use a fire-type Pokemon to burn this down or use a water-type Pokemon to uh, extinguish this fire-type stuff. It sounds and- like they took everything fun out of Pokemon. <laughs> it's still entertaining. Like- so uh, the Flygon and Salamence, like, what did you have to do different to actually... Flygon Jin. <laughs> The Flygon, uh, basically, I had to do a few circles, let it fly around real fast, hope it doesn't hit my stylus, and then do a few more circles. Okay. Uh, because that one had, like, maybe eight circles you needed to capture it on. And then... So, so like, you need to avoid... Like, it can, atta- like, yeah, rebound so what, your, when your you stylus? When you finish the circle, the line disappears, but then there's still a line left from where you started, and mm-hmm. that line moves based on how far you've gone because you only have a certain length of the line. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, Salamance Windu? <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I've been trying to listen to Carl and also come up with Star Wars. I mean, not Star Wars. You could just, yeah. I mean, Salamance uh, Salamance Raider. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather stick with Star Wars. Well, that's not there. (laughs) But then, just uh, not do it at all. But continuing on, uh, you're the one who tried to do it. (laughs) It was my best shot. That's true. You got to shoot your shot. So uh, the Pokemon can attack. uh, And if it hits your line, you lose power. (laughs) Like you lose some of your energy points to the stylus. And if it runs out, it breaks and you lose the game pretty much. Okay. Uh, So figuring out where your line is, where it will move as you're drawing circles. Because like the line is only so long. Uh, is one of the main components of it. As you finish the circle, the line disappears up to that point where you finish the circle and you can continue drawing. And then if you are, if you just touch the Pokemon and they're not attacking, the line breaks or the Pokemon touches it. So like if it walks into it, it will break the line but doesn't do damage. Han Solomance. Eh. Then again, I don't I'm, think it's any better or worse than mine. But okay. uh, <laughs> so the flygon was hard because it was just so fast, and as you're drawing circles, you don't know when it's going to speed off. But you you can actually just figure it out if you pay attention. Which as a kid, I I was just like, draw circles, go 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 right, go. Right, just spamming. Yeah, and then Salamence, it was like it wasn't fast, but it had a area of attack where it would just 
fill the screen with an attack so you have to take your uh, stylus off no matter what which it does every so often and mm-hmm. then a very quick hyper beam where uh, so drawing a circle if you're going too fast and it does a hyper beam you're fucked but have you played Okami? No. It's no. one of the games I want to. Because like uh drawing in Okami is like part of the mechanic. Mm-hmm. And I was I was wondering um how you would compare and contrast it to Okami, but it doesn't seem like it's like just... in Okami the game like pauses while you um mm-hmm. like uh make your attack or, or whatever. Um but Yeah. Hey Steven. Uh-huh. Salamance Windy is pretty good. I can't even remember what mine was. It was Salamance Windu. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking on it more. It's pretty good. I see right, how much uh how much we're paying attention. Yeah. Hey, this game I couldn't... sounds I could this game even, sounds so fucking boring. It's surprisingly fun, actually. So, uh, where does the fun come in? I feel like it might actually be more story. Because that's what I'm thinking. It seems like one, one somewhat fun mechanic, and then the rest of it relies on the story. <laughs> I yeah. like, hate when podcasts talk about, like, oh, that's a shirt or whatever, but when does the fun come in <laughs> would be a really good shirt. <laughs> did I say that or did you say that? You said it. Okay. <laughs> my my short-term memory is clearly very good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can just take credit for all your jokes. You'll never know. I guess, I guess you're the most likely to listen back, though. Most so. li- I sure do hope I listen back through before the episode goes out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I might try to pepper in some joke cred <laughs> as we go. <laughs> but so the fun, the mechanics fun for a while, and mm-hmm. it does like change it up where it's like this Pokemon attacks like this. You now have these Pokemon assists, which they're actually pretty cool. Where, like, my favorite was an ice-type one, where as long as you're not trying to capture something that's resistant against ice, it will just freeze them, and you can just continuously draw, like, every single time you draw a circle around them, it refreezes them. So, like, the Pokemon assists are very helpful and can make the game fun. But, like, at no point are you drawing something other than circles? Not in this one. I think in the other ones you do draw other stuff. Okay, so, like, you're never drawing a square or, like, a spiral Like a nice rhombus. No. Or, or a rhombus. You're just or, trying to go or fast. A parallelogram. What about a trapezoid? No. Sorry. This was Could the, you draw This a... was the first game in a series of I think three games. So I... Could, Okay. What's the first one? Could, could you draw a trapezoid if you go yes. quick enough? Uh if you have enough like fine motor skills, yeah. Do Does you? it count a trapezoid as a circle? Yeah, as long as you can as long draw. As it closes. Yeah, as long as you close the line, it's just the circle is the fastest way. Like okay. most of mine could, were could not tr- perfect circles; they were like ovals and trying right. to avoid the Pokemon as best possible. Could you draw like a little? Could you draw like a little dong? Uh, no, because to draw the balls, you would draw two circles, and the line was never long enough. <laughs> no, I mean you. If you do an outline, the balls you can are do the problem with not being long enough. Well, no, the shaft is definitely <laughs> the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. We're just no, shitting on this game. It's fine. 
I enjoyed this it. This game that I've played not a lick of. Mm-hmm. I So I enjoyed it. It was pretty short. It could be because I had played the first half of the game already and uh, just now that, yeah, now that I uh, knew knew to slow down, it went a lot easier. I finished in under 10 hours, given that doesn't include the uh, few failures where it, they have save points instead of like save anywhere. Mm-hmm. So like when I battled Salamence, I think I battled it three times. And you had to go through the whole trial to get to it each time. And I was just, the third the third time I was just like, fuck this shit. What the hell? Why am I do, have to do this again? Mm-hmm. So that was one of my complaints with the game. Too short as well. Um, is it RPG-esque outside or is it linear story? Well, I guess linear. RPG is usually a somewhat linear story. I mean, this is still back in DS, so can't really have branching story or anything like that. It was very linear. One of my other complaints is the story itself sometimes felt like it was going too fast, where it's like, hey, go do this mission. Good job. You ranked up. Go do this mission. You ranked up. And they're like very easy missions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like you're rank five, which is halfway through all the trainer ranks. And they're like, you're still too new to do this big mission. And I'm like, I'm rank five. I've, I'm higher ranked than like half these people apparently that are just standing around doing nothing. And then my other complaint, the bad team, mm-hmm. uh, there's four executives where every single time you see all four of them together, they play music and go through the same spiel of like, I'm blah, blah, blah. And I fucking hate that. Yeah. And it's like a minute long cutscene, even mashing through it. Cause I just stopped paying attention after the first one. Like, I don't give a shit. Oh, look, you're playing violin. Hey, look, you're playing guitar. Hey, look, drums. And I was just like, shut up. Shut oh, up. They're, they're a fucking band. <laughs> yeah. They're siblings and they're in a band. Oh God. Hey, remember how, um, Marnie, was in a band, but she wasn't actually playing the music or whatever. No, I can't exactly remember. I thought it was her her talent. I thought her brother yeah, I think was the lead I, singer. No, she was the lead singer. No, when you go to the stadium itself, uh, he's like doing a concert singing, and it's like, oh, we have a challenger, and then steps up. Oh, I think my complaint was, oh yeah, her brother. Sorry, shut. Um. I think my complaint was that there was vocals in the music and it was not synced up to him. Yeah, I I remember that. So so lazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that that plus, apparently in the region of Fiore, there is zero cops and it's just rangers. But rangers can't arrest anyone. So at the end of the game, you beat the evil bad guy, get the stuff back he stole, and it's like, we gotta let you go. We can't arrest you. Go try. Like, if you is ever... that in the dialogue? Yeah, and then like the he do... he was an old researcher, and got jealous of a different researcher who is like in charge of the Rangers now, and the guy in charge of the Rangers was like, if you ever want to come and do more research with me, I would love to have you. I'm just like, there was no redeeming quality. He just tried to destroy this region. What are you doing? No. Yeah, Carl, no matter what you say, this game sounds fucking awful. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, w- I would probably give it a 
I'm going to go with Kenny scale, a dusk stone. Uh, a dusk stone. So, um, seven out of 10, seven pokeballs out of 10 pokeballs. Yep. yep. Oh Which, man. S- speaking of my scale, I was looking at pictures. I guess it's your scale, Steven. Uh-huh. I was looking at pictures of Roger Ebert at the end of his life. It's <laughs> never a good thing. It like kept me up last night. Like, no shame. He is one of my favorite writers of all time. He looks like a fucking ghoul at the end of his life. It's, I, mean, I feel it's not so. His, it's the cancer. I know. I feel just, like, so bad half for of him. His face. Well, because he had like thyroid jaw and salivary gland. Yeah. Like his mouth. Like it's fucked up. Yeah. I, I know that was a total derailment, but I thought of the scales. Like it. And I even like looked up pictures like Roger Ebert Young, so I wanted to see what he looked like, and it was still the top result. Really? And yeah, it, I truly like. As I was going to bed last night. It's like I'm gonna dream of this tonight, and it is gonna fuck me up. Like, poor uh, guy. The um, soon-to-be poltergeist of the studio. Uh, oh yeah. Similar. I've never met him, so. Wait, Clifford. what's that? Clifford. Oh, gotcha. I'm not going to say his last name. Um, yeah. But yeah. But one day he'll die here and he'll just haunt the building. I would suggest... With play- a prosthetic chin. Oh, he doesn't have that. So my last thing for this is I would, I would suggest play it to people if you want to try a new mechanic, new Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I certainly not, won't. Not go back and replay it for old time's sake. I'm generally opposed to switching the mechanics, but Pokemon Go did make it work so um y'all done yep marcus what do you got i have eight gym badges in pokemon sword um i haven't i got the eighth gym badge and have not ventured north at all on it um and really i don't know i'll probably beat it eventually i don't it never like it never hooked me and it like I felt like I had done basically nothing before I got the 8th gym badge. If you have the 8th gym badge, just go ahead and beat it. It's not that much more work. You bring it up? Yeah, like I ended up... Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I got kind of bored of my team, and I don't feel like... It would take zero effort to get somebody else in there, which also kind of bums me out. I've, I, I thought it was pretty good. It's a very average Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. For like, I just can't wait till you pick I it feel, up again, and then you think it's like the best. Yeah, I have a a little bit of a recency bias. Um, I don't know. It just uh, there's just so many better games on the Switch. Uh, that's true, but but I'm still rolling with my same party. It's Inteleon or Beetle. Uh, Weezing, Surfetched, Boltund, and Colossal. It's fine. Um, I feel like I do genuinely enjoy it while I'm playing, but... What was the team again? In Memento, I closed her out. Antelion, Boltund, Surfetched, Which one's Colossal. Uh, the dog one? The Yappy or whatever oh, the dog okay. was Oh, okay, gotcha. Yamper, yeah. have all his Boltund? His moveset is quite cool because um, he has uh, Strong Jaw. So he has uh, Thunder Fang and Crunch. So he's my dark coverage. And then um, 
I have. Let me check real Ordeal. quick. I have charge on him. I I like what? his design way better than I was expecting because I didn't. Well, I mean, I guess I had seen it in leaked stuff, but I didn't like really remember it. And then I like actually battled it. It's it's pretty yeah. darn cool. And the nice thing with Boltund is since it's like based around biting moves, it can learn a bunch of different typing. Um, so I have the TM for the uh, psychic bite move. And I was kind of interested in going towards that um What's the, the ice moth. Uh let me look really quick. Um so I was kind of interested in moving toward the the ice bug Pokemon um and ditching Orbeetle, because it's really good, but I've never been wild about like defensive Pokemon um for a primary stat. And then it ended up being that Inteleon learned a bunch of easy ice moves, so I got that coverage anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. The more I've played it, like I really like a lot of the designs of newer Pokemon, but none of them... I've really had no reaction to anything where it's like, that is a Pokemon that I have to play with. Really? See, I, I definitely feel like there are like maybe 10 Pokemon that I really want to play with. Yeah, I'm right with Steven. Like, you yeah, don't, don't feel that way with, like, Colossal. It's one of my favorite. I felt that way when I first saw it, and then I feel like it's not great in use. Really? I use it all the time. I don't know. I feel like it dies a lot on me. I have... I have no recollection as to whether or not mine often dies. Yeah. Oh, so I found it. The uh, psychic move is called uh, Psychic Fangs. Uh, the user bites the target with its psychic capabilities. This can also destroy light screen and reflect. Uh, oh, 85 damage. 85 damage, 100% accuracy, 10 PP. Physical or special? Physical. That's pretty good. And that's, yeah, so I was going to... If I play again, I probably will ditch Orbeetle. And I don't even know if I need a bug Pokemon. Maybe plug something else in there. And then Boltund would have, um, what is it, Thunderfang or whatever, um, Crunch, and Psychic Fangs. So it would have three bite moves that all automatically get the 1.5 times damage with a three different type attack pool. And then plus charge is an extra one to still make it a fully fucking beefy electric Pokemon. Doesn't charge just affect special attack or electric? I think it's just electric, so it would work really well for um, just the thunder. Like I said, it would just be, so it would still be powerful as electric with its typing. So that, so if I used charge, he would already have the stab damage plus the um, buff from his strong jaw and then a buff from using charge as well so it just makes that a fucking insane move mm -hmm. which is fun very nice um, yeah so I really I didn't think I would like Bolton so much he really became one of my favorites in my party for just a mono electric type early on Pokemon that you get 
Um, I still really, really love Galarian Weezing. I think it's really fun to use. I like the fairy poison typing. I just think it's so fucking goofy looking. Isn't that why um, you used it originally? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious looking. And then Surfetched has been kind of a disappointment. Yeah, for sure. I like. I hardly ever use it. I thought it was going to be so much better. It seemed really cool, and it just... I don't know, that and Colossal were the two disappointments for me in my party. I feel like I just reached a point where I don't really like any of my Pokemon beyond Boltund and Weezing, and I don't feel like switching out a new party this late in the game. If you, <laughs> if you just do a couple raids, you can bump up your party to where you are. Yeah, and I have a lot of candy, um, but th th it's one of those situations where most of the Pokemon that I like and I'm interested in playing have overlapping typings with the Pokemon that I want to hold on to. Yeah, I understand that. Like that fairy, what is it, fairy dark, that mm -hmm. one... Impidim through Morgrim. I mean, Impidim, yeah, Morgrim, like... and Grimmsnarl. Like, I really like that line, but the fairy will conflict with Weezing and make that kind of a useless change. Um, I'm weirdly interested in playing with Arctivolt or whatever that awful fucking fossil <laughs> Pokemon is. Yeah. Because, like, the typing is a really cool typing combo, but once again, the electric tramples on Boltund. Is that what so it's electric know. ice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I have a secondary party. Um, I have some Pokemon that I received from trades from Carl that I'm kind of interested in throwing in, but I also feel weird switching to Pokemon that I didn't personally catch right before the end game. Yeah. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'll probably play it eventually, but um, as I'll talk about in the next episode, there's just been other shit that's been really distracting me from Pokemon that I honestly have been having way more fun playing than I did playing this game. Mm -hmm. uh, is, is one of those Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll save my now playing till next episode because I have nothing but Breath of the Wild. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any more comments on your Sword and Shield or are you ready to move on? Um... Like a month removed from it, it's a fine game. As you said, it'll be my favorite video game of all time when I go back and beat the end of it, and then I'll sour on it again. Yeah, unfortunately, the ending does feel like a bit of a uh, uh, a grind. Um, yeah. There was definitely opportunity to uh, mix it up. But it's also not yeah. bad, oh, other than the scene they didn't make. Um I don't think I've been on the show since then. Um, the period of time where we, w there was like a week where we were doing a bunch of raids together and stuff. Um, although the raid mechanic isn't very fun, that communal level of playing a Pokemon game was very, very fun. It was, but like, it's just at a certain point we like did stop talking because there was nothing about the game to talk about. Yeah, it like, it required no strategy. I really think that they should revamp that game mode because if you if you made those battles actually require communication and strategy and stuff and not just using super effective moves and it just plowing through it every time 
it has so much potential because it was a blast. Like I was really looking forward to getting home from work and getting on our discord and just like hanging out and chatting with you guys. Yeah, totally. But it would just reach a moment where like, like we would be talking about just bullshitting, but that required absolutely no like Pokemon talk. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then every time, uh, I just like stopped paying attention. And then by the end of it, I was having a horrible time. Um, Cause there was nothing about the game to talk about. It was like so slow and yeah. Like it was really exciting to capture like the different Gigantamax Pokemon, like, but the battles weren't hard. And then uh, I don't know. I feel like that was a really, it was a big swing it could have been a big swing. I feel like they played it so safe with it. Yep. On like the big game changing mechanic. And if they had taken a little bit more risk, I feel like that could have been such a fun game mode. Yeah. Um, I think on the last episode I talked at length about the things that I would change. Um, yeah. So like I'm it, not going to recap them again. It just becomes a collectathon with like, basically a 10 minute thing where you push a every couple minutes Yep. Mm -hmm. and just watch like way too many animations and just keep using the same attack over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, but I think we're ready to go on to the game. Yep. Um, who's that Pokemon? Yeah. Let's do that one. Who's that Pokemon? Okay. Go ahead. So, this Pokemon's favorite time of year is Easter. This Pokemon might be Poseidon, Poseidon's long-lost firstborn. It is a jack of all trades, but master of none. If this Pokemon ever needed a job, it would be a relationship therapist. Hmm. Are you posting those? Yep. Okay. I went first last time, so Mark, you'll be going first. Is it ask a question or guess? I can never remember. Yes. It's ask a question or guess. Steven, your turn. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Clarifying rules does not count. Is it a normal type Pokemon? No. Is it a psychic type Pokemon? Nope. They would hiss. Um, hmm. Is it in the newest generation? No, like, are you saying Gen yeah, A? No, it is not Gen A or N Gen, Gen A. A. I don't understand what was vague about that question. I love you. I love you, Gen A. Because of Pokey, uh, Dex Exit or Dexit. So, what? Pokey Dex Exit. Yeah. What, what the fuck are you talking about, Carl? Where Dexit. Yeah. Where Carl. You know, Carl, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Where Game Freak didn't put all the Pokemon in, so I couldn't tell if you were asking if it was from Gen 8 or uh, could be obtained in Gen 8. My question was straightforward. Your question, Steven? Um, I need to Fuck you, Carl. This Pokemon's favorite time of the year is Easter. This Pokemon might be Poseidon's long-lost firstborn. Uh, the Pokemon is a, is, uh, no, I wasn't going to, Poseidon was actually a kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, uh, 
this Pokemon is jack of all trades, but master of none. If it ever, ever needed a job, it would be a relationship therapist. Um, I said this Pokemon way too much in these clues. Ah, that's all right. Um, hmm. Is it Diggersby? Nope. Okay. Is it a water type Pokemon? Yes. Let's see. Pull up all the water type Pokemons. Easter. What would have to do with Easter? Did we ask if it's Gen 1? You did not. Okay. Is it a monotype? Yes. God damn, I have no idea. I thought your two questions were really pointing in a certain direction. Um, is it cute? Yes. Ooh. It's not terribly helpful. <laughs> um, hmm. Is it Milotic? Nope. Oh my god, I have no fucking clue. Um, is it in Gen 3? Nope. Is it Gen 1? Nope. Okay. Does it look like a fish? How does one look like a fish? I think that's also a pretty fucking straightforward <laughs> question. I think I agree. Uh, like Magikarp or Love Disc or a Pokemon that looks like a fucking fish. No. Thank you, Carl. Does he look like a fish? No. Pulp fiction. Pulp, pulp fiction, guys. Wait, what? Film. Film. But does he look like a bitch? Oh, okay. God, you guys are not getting my shit today. I mean, uh, I want to clarify my short-term memory is pretty bad. I want to clarify I don't watch movies. Or English stuff. Uh, All Japanese. Okay. doesn't look like a fish. Uh, Suikun. Nope. I always forget that's not... Pop. What? Brian. Brian. No. All right, need to return to the hints here. Uh, favorite time of the year is Easter. Uh, Poseidon's long-lost firstborn. Jack of all trades, but master of none. And would be a relationship therapist. Monotype water. Mm-hmm. Not Gen 1, not Gen 3, not Gen 8. Correct. All right, this clearly has to do with its flavor text, which I don't know the flavor text to almost any of the Pokemon on this list. Uh, Fiony? Nope. Oh, my God. Manaphy. Yes. I should have guessed the other one. Yep. So the clues were after reading the Easter one out loud, I regretted it. <laughs> but that's because uh, Manaphy is the only Pokemon. Well, it's also the only legendary Pokemon you can get in an egg. And it's also the only egg that has a different uh, style than any other egg. Oh, it does? Yeah. Wait, which which one is the one that's uh, born, or the first one? 
Fiona is the one that is born from Manaphy and a uh, Ditto. Why wouldn't that one fit the firstborn and because the Easter? Uh, the ma- the child of Manaphy, Fiona, does has a regular egg. Fiona's, I mean, Manaphy's the only one that has the special egg. All right, explain your Poseidon one. Uh, Poseidon uh, is the king of the sea, and Manaphy's flavor text is it is the prince of the sea. Okay. Then bit of a red herring since Manaphy, yeah, uh, can breed. Which I mean, game? Which game is that flavor text in? Because I see that flavor text nowhere. It might be in the anime, actually. Um, hold on. Jesus Christ. Let's see. I know I read it inside of the uh, Bulbapedia. Yeah, major appearance in Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea, uh, which is one of the Pokemon movies. It is uh, it is known as the Prince of the Sea, which is one of the first clues I came up with when I was, I was thinking of this. Um, then... The Jack of all trades, master of none. The stats of Manaphy are 100 across the board. HP, attack, speed, special attacks, special defense, and speed. Because it's a Mew uh, copy. Yep. And then, Not in the real world, in the game world. Yeah. And Wait, then, no. Not in the game world. In the real world. Uh, if this Pokemon ever needed a job, it would be a relationship therapist. It's signature move for a long time, which is the move that no other Pokemon could learn besides it was Heart Swap, which uh, is said to be able to change uh, perspectives. So, like, a human could see the perspective of a Pokemon and vice versa, or humans see each other's perspective, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. This re- required so much non-game knowledge. <laughs> is it that I had all that knowledge? Yeah, kind of. The part that hung me up, it really felt like you were going for a bunny or rabbit Pokemon, both with the Easter thing and then the Jack of all trades, Master of None. I was thinking of like a Jack Rabbit. Uh-huh. Those two things combined, like really pointed towards yeah a rabbit Pokemon. I did not think of that. I was just like, okay, special egg, Easter, cool. I was trying to think of the children of Poseidon, um, but I Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson, uh, Pegasus. They they all made sense. They just were not things I understood. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. It's, it's like your last set of clues. Be- yeah. Anything's better than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles question <laughs> that's Kenny or Kenny made um, about Smeargle. Yep. Never forgive him. Nope. It's absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, do we uh, do we have news? I don't really have any news. Uh, there was just. Today or last night, a silhouette of a Pokemon released. Uh, uh, not released, but going to be. It's a mythical Pokemon for Gen Eight. Well, it was the the silhouette was released. Yeah, yeah. which um, it looks interesting. Yeah, it reminds me cool. of Spinel from Steven Universe. Uh, Steven Universe the movie. It reminds me of that one Pokemon that you can only get from an event, and I can't think of its name, but it's really cool, and nobody will ever have it because you can only get it from that one event that already happened. Um, it, 
it kind of to me it's looks like, like Alakazam with claws. Yeah. Oh, uh, Gen Seven's mythical Pokemon. I think so. Yeah. Okay. And it's like basically unattainable. I have it. Did you get it from the event? Yeah. Yeah, but it, like at this point, if you don't have it, it's right now unattainable. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a lot of Pokemon. Where if you miss the event, is un- unattainable. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, isn't Pokemon Home out on the Switch now and it's failing? Yeah. I believe people already had their Pokemon wiped from it. I don't know. Um, I haven't looked into it personally. I, th- I just saw that in the comment section. You shouldn't believe things in the comment section, but it also wouldn't surprise me. As and it's and a, did we already... Go on. Finish your thought. It's different. Oh, it's just a brand new uh, cloud storage system, and you should never put anything on a brand new cloud storage system. Because you, they fail. You should put stuff you don't care about on it. Yeah, put some like Weedles on it and see how they survive for a while. See how they fare? Yeah. Um, did you guys already talk about the DLC? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's in here and I didn't update the news section of our show doc. So yes, we did. Gotcha. Um, Roger. Yep. God, Mark, listen to our podcast, why don't you? I'm busy. I know. Yep. Um, trying my best i think that's all so uh we'll see you in two weeks bye 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 -bye. thank you for listening to pocket monster radio today's episode was recorded and edited at woodchuck studios in cincinnati ohio the theme song for today's episode is pokemon theme remix by tony lays originally composed by juniki masuda We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looks like Pocket Monster Radio's blasting off again.